0: Hi and welcome to the BSO Podcast, a podcast for young people who desire to achieve self-and-career mastery. My name is BSO. I will be your mentor, teacher, and leadership coach, and it will be my pleasure to do this journey with you. It is the second episode of the BSO Podcast, and I am getting with excitement because Nailing this goal of mine, which was just a desire a few months ago. First, let me ask you a question. How's your journey of self-discovery coming along? I am sure you have made a lot of discoveries about yourself. That is, if you took those tests I recommended on the last episode. The reason I say that is because recently I read a tweet by John Z. Maxwell and it goes thus. If I know who I am, it gives me identity. If I accept who I am, It gives me security. If I enjoy who I am, it gives me fulfillment. So if you have not taken those tests, run along now and take them. And I assure you that you will be amazed by the discoveries you will make about yourself. Today I'm going to be talking about one of the principles I applied when I was trying to navigate the first few years of my career as a lawyer. So Napoleon Hill calls it the power of desire and to to teach you this principle i'll be using a lot of stories on this episode and the first story i'm going to be telling is a story of what happened to me the night i had some funny experiences when i wanted to start my week mastermind session on telegram so on that night just as i was about to start the session there was power outage and you know my husband and i tried to salvage the situation by starting our power generating set but you know the more we started the more it just refused to stay on. So I've done it like a couple of times. My husband got tired and I, I just gave up. So I went straight to bed because I was very upset. But when I think about that night again, I think my reaction is pretty much how anyone would have reacted, even if it was something they really wanted to do. And that brings me to the topic of today's episode and what I was going to be discussing that night too. The power of desire. The power of desire is the starting point of all forms of achievement. I mean, you have to desire it. If you want to achieve something, you have to desire it. And recently, I have been undergoing a lot of personal development. I have participated in virtual seminars, master classes. I had to join a bootcamp to learn, learn a new skill. I even got myself a brand coach. And so... All of this I am doing because I want to position myself as an authority in my area of influence. And the only reason I am doing all of this is because of my desire to become the best version of myself. So what am I trying to say with this story? It is that you cannot really get anything done in life if you do not desire. I mean, you must desire to achieve it, and your desire for it must actually become an obsession. So for me, my ultimate desire right now is to be the best version of who I am, and who am I? I am an incubator of world-class professionals, and I believe the whole world must know me for it. So I am doing everything to achieve that desire. So some time ago, I decided to read a very popular book. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And with the benefit of hindsight, I, I believe I should have read that book before now. And so please do not be like me. If you have not read it, please go and get it and read it now. For a book written in the 1900s, it has some of the most profound principles on success ever. You should read it. I promise you that you will not do anything the same way again. As I read the story of Edwin C. Barnes in that book and how he ended up being partners with Thomas Edison, the Great Inventor, I finally put a name to what pushed me from the mainland of Lagos, even though I could have built my career and life there, to the island part of Lagos. According to Napoleon Hill, when Edwin C. Barnes left his state of residence, to go work with Thomas Edison in New Jersey, he had only one consuming obsession, a burning desire. And what is that, you might ask? He wanted to become the great great inventor's business associate. So for me, the consuming obsession of my life as a young lawyer was to work in one of the biggest law firms, and since they were all on the island. Could not be job hunting on the mainland part of Lagos. So, what did I do? I would leave my house on the mainland and go job hunting on the island. And that's how my journey into one of the top law firms in the country at the time began. I did not end up there immediately. I started making those trips. No, my journey started in a small law firm on Military Street in a place called Onicon in Lagos, Nigeria. Then I moved from there to another crescent called Pain Crescent in Apapa, in another part of Lagos. And then I moved back to Broad Street in Marina in Lagos before I finally ended up on personal Grace clothes in Lekifizu, Lagos. This journey took me almost four years. But I succeeded because... Just like Edwin C. Barnes, I chose a definite goal, and I backed it up with all my energy, my willpower, and effort. I did not end up in the firm I wanted, just like I said before, the first day I started job hunting. But I was content to start from where I started from because it gave me an opportunity to take further steps towards my ultimate goal, and I achieved it eventually to keep my goal in view and maintain the right state of mind whilst i was employed on military street and pink Crescent, i started acting like lawyers in the firms i wanted to work so for instance on military street we had a secretary that had a computer and an electric typewriter and everyone including lawyers gave her everything to but I refused to let her type for me. <laughs> I would insist that I wanted to type my own stuff. And the reasons are simple. First, because I had learned how to use the computer when I was in the eastern part of Nigeria. And second, because I knew that in the firms where I wanted to work, secretaries didn't type for the lawyers. The lawyers had desktop computers and typed themselves so every opportunity i had to type something i insisted i would type it myself i became a nuisance and i'm being honest and you know what happened the managing partner of the firm bought a second computer and guess where he placed it on my desk i applied the same strategy when i got to pain crescent even though in pain crescent all the lawyers had desktop computers. You see, it was an upgrade from where I was coming from. But hey, I could still give the secretary my stuff to type. That opportunity was still available. But I refused. I typed everything myself. And that's what, that was why it was not only easy for me to adapt when I finally got into the type of firm I wanted. I became highly skilled using What I did with those two firms reminds me of the famous story of the great war horse who was waiting for his rightful owner. So one day a farmer found the horse and asked, Would you like to be my horse? The horse shook his head and said, How could I be reduced to doing such hard stuff? So the farmer left. Then came a merchant and asked, Would you like to be my horse? The horse shook his head and said, I am a war horse. How can I reduce myself to just delivering goods? So the merchant left too. Then a soldier of rank came and asked the horse the same question. Would you like to be my horse? And the horse said, I am a great war horse, suitable only for an emperor. How can I be reduced to participating in such petty battles? And then one day, a mighty war emperor showed up and said, You are the horse I have been looking for all my life. First question, are you familiar with the lands of our country? The horse replied, no. Okay. Second question, do you have any experience in battle? The horse replied, no. Then the emperor said, so what use will I have of you? If you do not know the lands of the country or have any experience in battle, how can I trust you with my life? The horse replied, I am strong and can run fast. So the emperor tested the horse and had him run across a vast field. On his way back, the horse grew tired and the emperor left before the horse could even reach him. See, if the horse was willing to work with the farmer, he would have built enough strength run across the fast field. If the horse had been willing to deliver goods for the merchant, he would have known the lands of the country. And if the horse had been less arrogant, he would have gone with the low rang soldier and from there he would have garnered experience in battle. So what is the moral of the story? It is okay for whatever you are doing right now or whatever you are offered to do right now. Not to look like the goal you have in mind. It is perfectly okay. You do not despise it. You do not reject it. Instead, consider it learning opportunity for your final destination. Consider it preparation for your final destination. And then, let me mention, of the three years... That it took me to finally get to the place I wanted to work. I was unemployed for almost two. Yes, I was unemployed. And then during those days of unemployment, it was very difficult for me. Because I kept applying and I got no response. But I refused to lose sight of my goal. So whilst I continued to search for paid employment, I decided to employ myself. That was the strategy. I decided to employ myself until I got what I wanted. So what did I do? I registered my own firm. I'm a lawyer. And I started providing legal services to family and friends. Then I started publishing my rested newsletter again. I started publishing a newsletter immediately after the Leadership Academy. I spoke about in the first episode. And because I was so excited about everything I had learnt, I wanted to share it. So, I started publishing a newsletter and I distributed it in the Faculty of Law in the University of Lagos at the time. Why do you think I did all of this? Let me help you. I wanted to make it easy for my potential employers to determine that I was a preferred candidate. So, save for the trappings of an office of the firms I wanted to work in, with all I was doing at the time, I was already becoming like one of the lawyers in the firm. I wanted to work. And this showed in the type of interviews I had, the questions I was asked and the responses I gave were different from an average unemployed person because I had been preparing myself for my opportunity. In fact, my first travel by hair and outside of the country happened when I was self-employed. So whenever I attended those interviews, I could speak the language of those firms. I understood the type of transactions they were doing at the time. And then, remember, I was publishing the newsletter so I could write. And that brought a smile to the faces of my interviewers anytime i mentioned it because at that time a lot of those firms had started doing email marketing by sending out newsletters on various aspects of law and trust me i carried copies of my newsletters with me so i was not just saying it i had proof i had proof and i could leave some with them after i left and all of this soon paid off because when I finally got an offer to work in one of those top law firms at the time, it was because of my proven skill to write. The question now is, what are you doing where you are now? Are you enduring your current place of employment or using it as training ground for where are you going, where are you going? For those of you unemployed, What have you been up to? How many things have you written and published online? I mean, now publishing anything online is absolutely free. There are so many social media handles where you can hear your views. What's your social media presence like? What type of conversations are you having on those platforms? What kind of conversations are you joining? You see, achieving your goals can't be something you wish for or just want you must really desire it you must become obsessed with it and your actions must confirm it just give the achievement of those goals your best shot and whilst you are waiting to get where you're going start acting like you are already by leading and excelling in whatever that you do wherever you are And then be accountable to someone for the achievement of those goals. Talk to somebody about it. Let them keep you accountable because, trust me, in the midst of all the disappointments and the distress you are going to go through, you can lose sight of that goal. You might decide to settle for something less. You might walk away from it completely. So make yourself accountable to someone. Keep your eyes on the ball, right? Stay determined. Whatever you do or whatever happens to you as you pursue that goal, you must stay determined. Do not give yourself escape routes. Don't do it. When you give yourself escape routes, you do yourself a disservice. However, if you don't and you stay determined in the pursuit of your goal, You maintain a state of mind Napoleon Hill called a burning desire to win. It was this state of mind that made Edwin C. Barnes stay with Thomas Edison, even though he started as a clerk in the inventor's office. Maintaining this state of mind helped him to recognize the opportunity to become Thomas Edison's business associate when it showed up and when it showed up he seized it immediately without much to do so just like ban's story and how it eventually ended up being thomas edison's business associate like a desire i believe my story is a remarkable illustration of the power of a definite desire you should read ban's story in think and grow Rich you will see that Barnes and I did not give ourselves an opportunity to retreat from our burning desires. For me, it had to be a top law firm or nothing. For Barnes, it was either he became Thomas Edison's business associate or nothing. In conclusion, let me leave you with the last story of this episode. A long time ago, a warrior had to make a very difficult decision. He was about to send his army to battle with a very powerful enemy whose men outnumbered his. Guess what he did? He set sail to the enemy's country with all his soldiers on the boat. And when they got to the enemy's shore, he ordered the soldiers to set the boats ablaze. Yes, you heard me right. He told them to set the boats ablaze. And then he said something very profound and I quote, You see the boats going up in smoke. That means we cannot leave these shores unless we win. We now have no choice. We win or we perish. End of quote. What do you think happened, guys? They won. They won the battle. And that's because they did not give themselves an escape route. It was either they won that battle or they won. They died on the highland. Winning the battle was the only escape they had from the highland. So my last thought will be this. If you want to achieve anything, you must be willing to burn your ship and cut all sources of retreat. It is only when you do that, you can be sure of maintaining the state of mind Napoleon Hill called a burning desire. It is a necessity for any form of success, so I encourage you to do, activate the power of desire for the achievement of your goal, cultivate and maintain the burning desire to win. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the b s o podcast. I hope you found thoughtshed helpful. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. If you loved the show, please leave a rating so that I can continue to bring you more insightful episodes. You can also follow me on social media at CoachBSO. Until I come back in a fortnight, remember to lead, excel, be accountable, and stay determined.